perfect way to start oh this podcast. I, I thought of it just then, and then I did it. Hello, and welcome to The Two Companions. I'm Tom. I'm Katie. And we're companions. Not of each other, just, you know, <laughs> yeah. of fans of the uh, time. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, straight away, straight in, season eight, deep breath, Peter Capaldi's first episode. What did you think? I loved him. Yeah. As the Doctor. Yeah. Like, I love, absolutely loved him. He, yeah, just blew me away in it. I'm not sure about the whole dinosaur, you know, that kind of, you know, that, the, the actual plot of the episode, but I, I absolutely loved him. Pointless, that dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, it was completely pointless. Absolutely pointless. It was, it was completely unnecessary, it wasn't needed. But um, how, how do you feel? How do you feel now it's, now it's happened? Now it's happened, because we've had... Yeah. So it was, what, Christmas, time of the Doctor. Yeah. Now he changed. Yeah. And we had that brief bit I've got kidneys. I've got yeah. new kidneys or something like that, and it was, um, and that was it. Bit of a, a horrible, disjointed regeneration. Yeah. Because it, I mean, I like the fact that it wasn't for once the big yeah. energy crackling. It was you know. different. And it was just like a snap. It was very different, but it just didn't feel yeah. right. But so, and then we've had a year of marketing, and the marketing for this is just American money. Just everywhere you go, it's Doctor Who. We've had snippets coming up. Yeah. And now it's happened. You happy? I'm I'm really happy. I think they've just done it so well. How sad the last episode was with like Matt Smith. Hmm. And it it was just so sad. And I think they've kind of carried that on because it was almost like with with Peter Gavaldi, it it was parts of it was almost a bit this may sound dramatic, almost <laughs> a bit harrowing, like to watch. No, but like that bit in the in the alley with the um with a with a tramp and he's yeah. he's really confused and he's obviously upset and then later on you get he's really scared that he's not going to be accepted and I think the sadness of how sad it was with Matt Smith and his mm. regeneration and stuff it was really horrible and I think they've kind of brought that along and it's not I don't know I just loved it the bit in the alley right first of all oh my god I loved it I mean okay everyone's kind of like oh my god how many Scottish characters do you want in it you know yeah. Amy Pond now you've got the Doctor now you've got um, and then you've got Missy who we'll talk yeah. about later but I actually think it was taking the piss out of the Scottish in a backhanded way it was taking the piss because he's Scottish yeah he's in the alleyway yeah pissed off his he looked pissed off his face and then he goes into the restaurant and he stinks it is definitely but it's so obvious like over the top that mm. I think it's okay like it's not if it was a really mean kind of clever way of taking the piss but because yeah. it's using the stereotypes of the Scottish mm. um, well that's the thing they talked about it but then it was just the whole setting was I think was just like oh my god yeah you're taking the mick out of the Scottish people yeah. it was kind of like a dig at them yeah but I think it, they do it in a good way like they don't do it in a mean way because they take the piss out of so many other people and I don't know. I think it was in a good way. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think it's meant in a mean way. I'm not. Maybe I am reading into this way too much. But I think the whole episode was like, "Don't leave us, Scotland." No. It was like the doctor was like, "I don't know who I am anymore. I don't. Do, please don't leave me." And oh it was my kind god! Of like, I never even thought of it, it that way, it and I don't like, like it that way. Because obviously Stephen Moffat's Scottish himself, yeah. but it felt like, even though he's Scottish, it was it was like. Doctor Who, this big British institution, saying Scotland don't leave because he was so worried about. But they, his they always leaving. said that Peter Capaldi was going to have a Scottish accent yeah, in it. No, so that's true. That's true. That's always been planned, but yeah. then maybe it might have been tailored mm. a bit. I don't know. Like, I, th- I don't I'm, know. I'm maybe reading into that too much. You are reading into it, but then actually, now you say it, that just seemed really obvious. It does. But, it is. but I never thought of it like that. But I guess the yeah, yeah, maybe. I think my um, I I was not impressed. Impressed with what though? The plot or him? Firstly, the uh, dinosaur at the beginning. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was shit. I thought that was like crap effects. But you always have a, a little bit of that in Doctor Who. I, like I, a mean, bit I don't mind and... crap effects, to be to be fair. Um, as long as it's got a point and yeah. it was just so divisive. Yeah. And it could have just been, you know, it could have been something so different. And I just think yeah. it, it could have been so much simpler. And they could have used that money to paint the script better. Because the script was... Awful. It wasn't the best, was it? It was just so. It felt disjointed. It felt. It felt like Stephen Moffat is like, right, okay, so um, kind of run out of ideas. Come up with my two big bad guys, the angels and the silence. And now I need. I've got all these, and he, it's like he had these ideas for these scenes. Yeah. So he just put it all in into one thing. And he, and he, and he, he felt, worked really hard. And like favorite scene straight away of the whole episode. Spoiler alert! Big spoiler alert! Big time was the bit. 
with uh, Clara. Yeah. She's standing there and she's being threatened with death. Tell us where he is yeah. or I will kill you. And he's, she's like, um, watch out, girlfriend. Yeah. You know, and it never starts. She's like, she never starts. And that bit was brilliant. And then he's like, I just know the doctor's always got yeah. my back. Oh, I love that. In fact, bit. she's behind me right now, and she reaches her hand yeah. out, and he and the doctor takes it. That was that was Russell oh my T. God. Davis. I was epics. so angry and confused mm. when he left her in that room, yeah. and it was like maybe he is different now. Maybe he's not. I don't know, not the same. And then he just and and then he just takes her hand, and it's yeah. just like he was there the entire time, and yeah. she knew because she remembered yeah. to look for the breathing. Yeah. And that that was I think that's Russell T Davis epicness. Yeah. That was brilliant. That was fantastic. But the rest of it, the the um, the bit. I mean, the fact he comes out disjointed. Yeah. Is fine. And that first scene when he comes out and he's like, and he's like, "You're the green one." That was nice. Yeah. Didn't didn't feel like it was filmed very nicely. Uh- I it's shaking a bit. It was. It, I don't know. I couldn't focus on anything, you know? It, yeah, I think that's, like, part of the, the plot as well. I think, also, they tried... There were one too many cheap jokes in it. Yeah. Just one too many, because it's meant to be funny, and mm. I like that it's funny, but it was a bit, like, every... It's like they, they have gone so American. Like, in, in, yes. in America, there's, there's this thing with sitcoms where when you've got a page of a script... Every page has to have a joke on it. Yeah. And that's... That's what it felt yeah. like. And it's always been a little bit, like, you know, there's always been cheap jokes. It's a bit tacky. But then it went a tiny bit too slapstick in parts. Yeah. Where I just thought, well, no. I mean, in a, and, and I like, I mean, like, the um, when Tennant regenerated, he was just like, um, am I ginger? And, you know, that was a nice bit of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And they dropped that this time. Because they did it with Matt Smith. He's like, still not ginger. You know, when he's pulling in his hair. Yeah. They kind of dropped that. And I like the whole... Um, excuse me, the old who's who. Yeah. You're the green one, or is it the other way yeah, around? Yeah, 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 no, I love that. And then he yeah. called um, um, the Sontaran Drax. Yeah. Uh, Strax, Strax. Right? Um He called him, like, Clara. Yeah, he might be Clara or yeah. something. But then they carried that on, and then, and then Strax was like... I don't know how I feel about Strax, because... He's good. He is really good. small doses. There's a bit too much of him. Yeah. And you know how some people are saying that mm. they want the kind of spin-off with Strax yeah. and... Um, oh my God, I can't remember her name. Uh, Madame Vastra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I can kind of see that, like how they did the whole Torchwood mm. thing. I can kind of see that happening. Do you think maybe they're setting it up for that? I think so, but I think it, it, it either has to be... Torchwood as in design because Doctor Who was like Holly um, Doctor Who Torchwood was like Hollyoaks later yeah yeah you know it was maybe like more adult and stuff even though it was just John Bowman going around kissing blokes yeah and then throwing Doctor Who sex scenes in you know and then but so it either has to be kind of like that but done properly like nice murder mysteries Victorian style like a Ripper Street with like aliens yeah I think that could work or it has to be kids it has to be like a new Sarah Jane Adventures yeah it can't be both and that's what I feel like how many times have do we have to be told that Madame Vastra and Jenny are a lesbian couple? Well, I was going to go on to this, mentioning John Barrowman as mm. well, going around kissing men. What do you think about the whole lesbian, like, thing? Mm. Because there's a lot of talk about that, and I think it's quite interesting to hear what other people think about it. I think it's great. I, I'm all for it, obviously, um, being a bloke. Um, um, it's not. It's not hot lesbians, it's... A hot girl and a lizard. I, I like, I like a lizard the woman. lizard bit is the bit that's cool. Because I think Jenny, yeah. the actress who plays Jenny, is beautiful. She's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, she is. Um, and, you know, she's fantastically played. And, you know, the fact that they were a, a, they're a lesbian couple when they were first introduced in Demon's Run was brilliant. Yeah. But now it's like every other scene with them in is like, don't forget we're married! No, but I don't think, like, I don't think, though... And I thought the same when John Barrowman was in, in it. I don't think the focus is, oh, look, lesbians, we really promote lesbianism mm. and all that. The focus has always been, oh, we love each other. Yes. They, they never ever say, oh, we're, we're two, you know, females or whatever. It's always, oh, we're in love. There, is a, there are a few comments um, where he's like, oh, yes, we're mad, by the way. But don't, don't worry, it's okay, because, you know, equality... And it's not saying that's the camera, they're saying that's other characters. Yeah, There's I, always I just these... don't think it's like forced on you no. in it. I think the whole focus is it's not, oh, we're lesbians, it's, oh, we're a couple in love. And that's I true. don't know, maybe I'm just... There was the bit, though, where she's standing there, Jenny's standing there posing, 
and she's not even painting. So what am I even standing oh my God, there? I love that though. It that was, was great. Right, but and then Clara walked in and mm-hmm. she was like, oh yeah, take your clothes off. Like, it's quite funny. Yeah. Basically, it just made it look like that Jenny is um, that Madame Vasper's plaything, that yeah. there's no equality in that marriage, that oh, Vasper wears not. the pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of think, no, you know, it shouldn't be like, it's just like... He, Madame Vastra married her servant because she accidentally got her pregnant with a lizard baby and the lizard baby is Strax who came out as a potato. (laughs) You know, it was kind of like, it just, that's what it feels like. It feels like, it's not a marriage of equality between the two. Well, it's not. It's not. They, and, but they joke about that. Yeah, but, but marriage. The thing I, what I hope about gay marriage is that it makes you know. Well, then again, gay I kinda, marriage is no different to any other marriage. Exactly. There's always it, someone who's gonna. Well, sometimes there is someone who's gonna wear the trousers or whatever. <laughs> That's no different. Yeah, true. They all have to suffer the same way. Straight married people have to suffer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's always. One but no, who, I mean that. That was. I don't think it's the point. No. The but point I, is, they're a couple who love each other. I feel like it's been shoved down our throat enough. Though. No, it hasn't. I feel like it's just every episode. They don't. Like, eh, they don't. No, the exact opposite. They don't show it down your throat at all. They're just like we're a couple in love. They they don't promote the whole. I know. Lesbians, I think lesbians, they don't. Gay they don't promote, they promote don't. the lesbian thing, but they just they. It's like we're married. We're married. We're married. We're married. And it's con- if it's always constantly mentioned. And um, Strax is our <laughs> weird little love child. Strax He's is a social strange. retard. Uh, Straps is definitely strange. I'm not sure how I feel about him. Yeah. I hope but, we see maybe less of him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I like the, the scenes with him in were funny. They are funny, but, but they're a bit too slapstick. Yeah, they just got too much. Yeah, and the bit where he's like, "Yeah, send the paper up," and he's like, "Okay," throws it at her head. I know it's. And then all of a sudden, it's like, um, "Shall I take your coat?" And he's like, "No, these are my clothes." Oh, I like that. And it's like, you. Shall I take your clothes? No. And then she comes in. He comes in later on, and I like. I did like. I love the line. Um, oh, you look better. Oh no, sorry, it's just a trick. <laughs> yeah, I heard like that. Done great. It was funny. And then it's carried on too far. The bit where he starts looking yeah. inside her. And it's it just is like, carried on too yeah, far. Yeah, spin on, spin on, spin on. That's fast. It's good when it's fast and it's a quick quip. Yeah, yeah, but when it's it's too much. Yeah. And I hated the um, the when he when he opens the door and the doctor comes out. Um, and he's like, Shh, and it goes back in. Yeah. And right at the beginning, that just that was not. It was a good introduction in that, in, but it just looked like and open the door and say shush, you know, close the door. Yeah. I'm really picking into it there, yeah, because I'm more like general gripes with it, yeah, like Clara Oswin Oswald, the most beautiful companion that ever was and ever will be. Just like light and soul of my life. Oh God, she's so beautiful. But um, would your does your wife know you feel about that? She feel like that child? It's fine. It's fine. She okay? She's on my laminated list. It's fine. Oh. Matt Smith was on hers, but now he's gone. So she was like, she's a bit cowardly, huh? Is that the doctor now? That's that's the doctor. Bottoms. Do you know what though? I really fancied Matt Smith, and I thought obviously Pete Cowardy's really mm. old. But you, saying that as the doctor, you know, it's because he's the doctor. He's kind of hot. So anybody could be the doctor. No, fancy no, him. not at all. It's how he plays it. He's like quite sexy. Oh my god, I love that bit where um he um right at the end when he's um with Clara and he said um I'm not your boyfriend and then he says. I didn't say it was your mistake. Yes. Oh my god, I love that. That's that, so good. That brings me straight on to my cracks with Clara. I think also, before you move on, mm. I think that's kind of there to kind of draw a line. So we know that they're not going to have that kind of relationship because she did yeah. have that kind of flirty relationship yeah. with... Well, that's been a thing. Since they brought it back They've um, in 2005, it has been a very much will-they-won't-they yeah. American thing. Yeah, um, I think they very much drew a line under that now. Like, I, we're not going to. And obviously the classic fans didn't like that. Yeah. And then obviously with um, Gate. And you know, Wolf Harris Gate, they don't yeah. really. I can imagine the BBC are a bit like, hmm, let's not have an old guy oh, have a relationship. He's not that old, he's not that old he's and not she's that not old. that young. Exactly. I, yeah, but, he's definitely. But, people who read in thing, things into. into yeah, the, uh, I, guess, I read oh, way Actually, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you can read into it too much. Great yeah. head guy. But anyway. Um, Nothing wrong with great head. But no, and I like that because it was. Because we could go. Let's, I mean, you talk about the um, tenant. You've got Eccleston, he was relatively young mm. for a doctor. Then you've got um, Tennant, who was very young again. And then Matt Smith being the youngest after um, Peter Davison yeah. when he started, 25. And then he's like, it was his vanity. And, and it's actually said in the episode, it's yeah. like his vanity. Of, and I kind of see it as 
he committed genocide. So Chris Eccleston's doctor committed genocide. Well, yeah. John Herb, obviously, at the time, he thinks yeah. it's... Um, he forgets about the warrior doctor. Yeah. And he committed genocide. So it's kind of like his way of needing to feel accepted in the yeah. world is by having these cheap James Bond-esque flings with yeah. girls. And he meets these girls and he kind of takes them and destroys their lives. Yeah. Gets a little thrill out of them. And obviously, it's very... It's, it's kind of not sex thrill like James Bond is but it's the same sort of thing he, yeah they fall in love with him and he ends up ruining their lives yeah and then this time now he's now we've got the end of um, now he knows what's happened in the uh, time war how the time war happened only Matt Smith knows about that none of the other incarnations know it's kind of like he can accept it yeah it's like he's no longer like pushing because obviously the best thing about James Bond and because he is fucked up in the head, really fucked up in the head. I'll take your word for it. He kills people for a living. Yeah. Licensed to kill. And how he gets over that is by constantly drinking and by shagging lots of women. And yeah. it's kind of like all these cheap thrills push down this pain. Because when, I mean, killing, taking someone's life is a massive deal. And, and I mean, like, um, as you, you, well, we know personally what it's like to lose, to save someone's life. No, to lose someone oh, right. close to us. Yeah. So imagine taking someone's life. Yeah. It's like um, it's like a whole nother level. Yeah. So if we um, and so you know, so James Bond is always pushing that down. It's kind of like the Time Lord um, up until now. The Doctor yeah. has been doing the same thing, oh. but now he can. Now he knows he didn't kill all his own people yeah. to save the universe. He can kind of relax and kind of. And he can just go back to being himself. Yeah. And that's why we now suddenly got an older doctor. Yeah. And he's picked someone. Because he does say, again, because Peter Capaldi was in... Remember the episode Peter Capaldi was in before? No. No? He's been in it... He was in Torchwood as well, but he was in Doctor Who. He, he, played, a, he played another role. What did he play? God, I can't remember his name now. I'll look up his name, but if you can tell me, guess what season? No, I absolutely can't guess what season. I have no idea. He was in season four opposite David Tennant as the Doctor. What? He was in the episode Fires of Pompeii. And he, was he? Yeah, and he played the um, like the dad of the house. Yeah. Um, and he... Um, I wonder if they're going to put his name, hold his name against the Doctor and then someone else. No um, way. Yeah, because he and he, he played the head of the house like that the Doctor visits and he was like a, car, a stonemason or something. Yeah, Carcilius. Carcilius, the Doctor and Carcilius. Oh my God. In the uh, 2008 episode, Fires Pompeii with um, Doctor and Donna Noble. And so there's a point in this episode when he's in the alley, yeah. he why is this face? I recognise this face. Is that what he's talking about? Yeah, he recognises oh. the face. Because he's picked this face from somewhere. He's like, why did I pick this yeah. face? And um, and it's interesting. Cause now it's like we've had... Because he's used up all his lives. Um, yeah, because he's used up all his lives. It's like he's um, he's now... He's allowed to pick. Before it was kind of a bit of a gamble. You don't yeah. always know what you're going to get. And now it's... Because he's been given an extra one by the Time Lords... It's like he can choose a little bit. So, do you think that is significant? I think so. I, well, I hope so. I hope there will be some sort of crux to it later on that he thought Achilles was a good guy. Well, obviously they've pro- they've got to have written that into the story because yeah, they didn't know yeah, at yeah. the point. It's quite divisive. I, yeah. I think it could be quite divisive, but because um, obviously, again, precedent for that set up in the Night of the Doctor with the sister of Khan, yeah. yeah, and where he gets to pick what sort of doctor he wants to be, and then. Um, and so I think now he's doing that. And because also, again, this episode relates, the deep breath relates straight back to another Doctor Who episode. Which one? There's a massive reference. The whole bad guys are in it. You've seen before. Ooh. I don't right. know. Which ones are they? Another Tenant episode. Yeah. Season two. Yeah. Uh, Billy Piper's a companion. And yeah. it's called, um, oh God, what's the girl in the fireplace? Remember that one, the girl in the fireplace. Remind me, because I would have, I, I have seen it. But. With um, it's basically he's got, so they they land on a ship, and the ship's like broken, and yeah. he's um, and then there's all these windows into, um, in, into old France, um, in in into pre-revolutionary France. Yeah. You know, and he goes in and he meets Madame de Pompadour. You know, you remember that. And then the best thing about it is you had all the clockwork bad guys. Oh. And the clockwork, so were they the same people? They were basically the same. Basically the same. Sort of, they were yeah. like repair droids 
who um, take what they've decided to do is because that shit was broken, they were trying to use anything and everything to yeah. repair it. And they started, they used the clue. So you go through it, and there's like conduits which are using human hearts and the cameras of eyes. And they, yeah. because the name of the ship is Madame de Pompadour, they've gone back in time, opened all these time windows to try and find Madame de Pompadour um, and use her brain because they think the, the ship. Yeah. Is will work better if it's got Man of the Pompadour on it. Oh. And so when you when he's in the restaurant and he's going through and he goes into the um he opens this panel and opens it opens it up. Yeah. He pulls out a thing and it's SS Mary Antoinette. And it's like the sister ship of the Madame de Pompadour. Oh, I get it. Okay, yeah, I get and it. And one of the biggest complaints people have had about this episode yeah. is that they reference something that happened in 2007, 2006. A really long time ago. A really long time ago. But only mean, total nerds like you pick up. Yeah, only <laughs> I would ever pick that up. That's mean, but it's true. But, and then, obviously, they're clockwork games. You've got the guy at the side yeah. of the space. It's a bit more um, steampunk now. Yeah. Because, obviously, then it was all, like, glass and, like, ornate clock. Yeah. Kind of very, like, you know, go to the Greenwich Maritime Museum, see all those clocks with the beautiful gold cogs going Yeah, around. those kind of things. And this time it's steampunk. It's, like, iron girders yeah, it's cool. his head. And it was really cool. uh that's and but that's that's the reference to it. And these bad guys are like, again, another form of this episode. The bad guys weren't actually bad. I know they were a bit lame. Mm. And then, but then they threw it in. They threw this massive, fantastic dilemma in, which hopefully will be part of the through line yeah. throughout the series. Is did the Doctor push him? Yeah, I I loved that bit. I mm. loved that kind of extra level of like. It wasn't done properly, though. I think there Do you was, think how? I think it was filmed... I mean, it's filmed beautifully. The whole cinematography is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but they cut, it's like they cut away. They talked about it. It goes... And he's he's standing there, and he's got him, and he's just like, by the way, one of, one of us is lying about our... Um, our, our programming. programming. Our program, yeah. One of us is lying about our programming. Then it cuts away. There should have been a bit where, like... And they're, they're like, still struggling, or they go to struggle, and then they're kind of... One of us is lying about our programming, and it's kind of like, just as one of... You don't know if he pushes. Yeah, but then you don't know. But maybe, maybe they did cut away a little bit early. It, but I think it could have been more. I think it could have been more suspense. More, yeah, more suspense, more dramatising yeah. and stuff. And it was kind of like it cuts away, and then suddenly he's on top of Big Ben. And you're like, well, who actually did that? Thing? I also thought that was a bit kind of graphic for how. Well, he has already been set up as being a complete machine. Yeah. So it's. it's oh yeah, I suppose yeah. actually, so it makes it less graphic yeah. if it'd been more it would have been human. Great if it, it, Fallen yeah. and like literally this as he goes on the spike, blah, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because when I first saw that, I thought that's a bit graphic mm. for how Doctor Who usually is, but I guess it is a machine, yeah. so you know that it's like yeah. I mean, like in um in the in the find the uh, going in the fireplace, he actually smashes I think one of these clockwork yeah. machines and it falls apart and stuff, yeah, which is great. But um, yeah, no, I was I was I don't know, kind of unimpressed. And Clara, so going on to Clara. Um, Osborne Oswald she's great companion she's yeah. one of my favourites she's kind of sassy like with yeah. the song yeah, right you know she she's is. got like a good she's got a good strong personality but but one of being my biggest problems with all like companions is it's that's so unrealistic why what do you mean if you Met a guy. Oh, I'm sorry. If you're going to go unrealistic, then we may as well just stop talking because the whole of Doctor Who is so fucking <laughs> yeah, unrealistic. True. It's true. But there's a per- but there's a point where it's just like she accepts it too easily. Like all the companions, they accept all, it they too always easy. have to. They always like a bit like okay, so you've got a box. Yeah, but I'm you sorry. You live in a box. There, there was a dinosaur in the centre of yeah. London, and everyone was like, oh, but that's that dinosaur when, come but from. Now I think, and she was a great companion. She accepted the Doctor. She was a bit like, okay, you're a freak. Why are you dressed up like a monk? Okay, you've got this. You're sat outside my house all night. Call the fucking police. Don't go. Actually, do you do you want to come in? I'm going to climb into your little box. Yeah, but then the whole story would be. No, no, no. Because then it's great. Because then the doctor has to convince her not to call the police. I think that'd be nice. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. But because um, one of the best bits in this episode is Clara's dialogue. The bit in the restaurant. Yeah. And they're talking. And goes, oh, I'm sorry. You know, so narcissistic. Oh my god, I love that. That was so funny. <laughs> and then it's like, I'm talking about you, love. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then didn't she say something like, nothing is more important than my whatever, yeah. ego. Ego, yeah, or yeah. It was so said. good. And that bit, that... The, I love that. That, that bit that's so far, so well acted, yeah, so fantastic. So I love that back and forth. I just love the relationship between them. I think it's really good. Yeah. 
I, 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 it worked really nicely. Yeah, it really did. I was really shocked. Only thing I hated. What? Why did Clara uh, Oswin Oswald suddenly turn into the most 2D character? It was like, the Doctor's not a pretty young man anymore. Oh, no, I I don't like it. No, I don't think it was... It wasn't just that, though. I think she just thought, does she know him still? And I think... But then that whole, oh, if I know the Doctor, he'll be behind me. And Mm. so it kind of made it seem like she was actually worrying more about that rather than just his pretty young face even though she was worried about that because girls do worry about that but my biggest thing is she's one of the only companions to to have seen um, different incarnations of the Doctor yeah right she knows the Doctor changes faces she knows each one of them has got a different personality you know the whole 50th anniversary she's seen an old Doctor I know but it's it's different when knowing that and then Experience experiencing it. it and completely losing um, the one you've always, mm. always known. Yeah, he's completely not there. That's why I thought it was they did it really well with the phone call because mm. it kind of like the phone. The phone call I think was for an American audience. I think no, so I much was done it. because Doctor Who only really hit off between um, only took off in America with the fifth season five yeah. and with the eleventh Doctor, and that's why season six uses the production values just go through the roof because they get it feels like they get so much more money. And then, and it's like, and they, so they're probably not used to the idea of having different doctors. They know yeah. about other doctors, but they're not used to it. So now, it's which I think could be the making of this season. So it feels almost like for in an American audience, and in all, in all honesty, Doctor Who, even though it's a British institution, is always going to be, now it's got American money, yeah. pandering a little bit to American audiences. Oh, yeah, it will. And I don't mind that too much, because it means... We're back in 1960... Oh, God, 67? Oh, God, I'll check that out. And William Hartnell has got too ill to carry on. And Patrick Trawling, the second Doctor, has taken over. And they've got to introduce him. And it was a massive thing when it happened. There's really? a great documentary called Adventure in Time and Space. All about how the first Doctor Who came to the screen. And it's one of the most... And I think it could be the making of Doctor Who for this season. Because I think he will... Um, um, because yeah, you, we've got a doctor, and the American audiences aren't used to this sudden yeah. change. Because they all fell in love with Matt Smith, quite yeah. rightly so. Rightly, and yeah. now they've got this completely different doctor. If I think it would have been easier for America to accept David Tennant and then change into Matt Smith. Oh yeah, definitely. Know? Matt Smith to Peter Capaldi is quite a change. Yeah, and I think oh sorry, he came in um, 1966. Sorry, not 1967. My bad for you, uh, factoid geeks. Um, but. Now, so now we've got then. So that that telephone call was there just to be, be like audience, right? Fans, I understand. I'm not the doctor anymore, but that's how this show works. So yeah. enjoy it. Actually, do you know what? I think I think you're probably right because I think they set it out like in the show. It's telling Clara, look, it's okay. I'm not the doctor anymore. Like almost passing passing her over to the new doctor. But in actual fact, I think you're probably right. It is done for the audience as well. And I feel like. Clara, again, going back to Moffat having these random, like, he has these random ideas for scenes. Yeah. And so he decided to put which um, this thing in Clara that, you know, which I think is so uncharacteristic of her that she can't accept the Doctor, this new Doctor, so she doesn't like this new Doctor. Um, and I think it's because he had these ideas for these great scenes. Yeah. And it was a great way of introducing it to American audiences. Yeah. But I think it destroyed the episode. I think no, it I don't it. think it did. The, the scene with Matt Smith was beautiful and yeah. it was touching. It's so well acted. And then when he's like, is that me on the phone? You know, it's just like, oh, it's so... Peter Capaldi is a fantastic doctor. Yeah. I think he just had a shit first episode. Badly written. And and it, and I like Moffat. I like what he's done with the show and I like where he's taken it. But I had the same problem with this episode as I did with season three of Sherlock. It feels like it's almost lost focus. Like he's oh, kind of... I don't know. Not he's running out of ideas because he's a fantastic writer and he can always come up with new ideas. But he's lost vision. But let me qualify that. Okay, go. Russell T. Davis was a fan of Doctor Who from the get-go. And I, I've always preferred Russell T. Davis' bit of tenure as um, head writer than I have Moffat's, right? Yeah. Personal opinion. But Russell T. Davis has been a fan since he was a kid. He's been working on these stories inside his head since he was this big. Like, the, you know, like I'm holding my hand like a couple of feet off the ground, by the way. <laughs> like, since he was little. 
uh, and he's he's developed them teenager Welsh gay teenager you know and he's he's thought about them and he's made them and he's you know he's de- and everything he's been developing and I bet there's a load of stories he never got to put in yeah. there and so on and so forth and then he got his dream to become like the head writer of Doctor Who and all those stories were snappy I think some of them were written by other people yeah. but the whole the way the Doctor was represented and okay because so, I personally think the first episode with Chris Eccleston and the Autons it was almost like this episode it had a crap bad guy and it was just the bad guys were just there to fill yeah. and to give a Doctor Who someone to shout at. And that's what I think with this. And um but and I but I think Russell D. Davis had so much more focus and so much more like end game vision of where he wanted it to go and Moffat I think I, I feel I could be wrong and I'd love it if he actually turned around to me and said, Actually Tom, this is where I'm taking Doctor <laughs> Who for the next 20 years yeah. fuck yourself <laughs> you know I don't know I think like it will get better because I I kind of do agree with you mostly about it was the plot was a bit shitty yeah. it was a bit lame but Peter Cavaldi and they really made it um, but I think it, I think it's going to get better like I, I honestly do maybe I'm just being optimistic I'm optimistic because I have to say even though I was not impressed with the first episode again relating it back to 2005 when the Autons came and you've got the the you know be, um, the London Eye is this big transmitter all that kind of stuff it was a really weak bad guy episode yeah. and it was just there to introduce the Doctor and when you watch it now it feels like a student film Yeah, it feels so cheap when you watch it now and now that that's what this feels like the effects weren't that great um, the, the bad guys were just there to be bad guys yeah. and to give the Doctor someone to be angry at and then it was like and so next the next episode I'm hoping is going to be killer I think it is going to be because I do I agree with you I think it was just to kind of introduce the whole focus was introducing um, the Doctor and I think it it worked like that really well it was just a bit parts of it were a bit lame and unnecessary and disjointed yeah but I'm saying that I loved it I really enjoyed it yeah because in all honesty um, so did I yeah I loved it yeah exactly watching the whole episode but I think I, 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 I avoided all of the um, all of the stuff for the um, uh, all the marketing stuff and I was so hyped about it I was like right sitting down going to yeah. watch it it comes up and I was like mm, yeah when I first saw the dinosaur I was like no I mean I knew the dinosaur was coming and I, I kind of accepted it but then when the when the TARDIS flew out of it I was like yeah. that effects so bad and that brings me on to something else completely what the theme tune what the fuck. I quite liked it. I hate it. Oh. Whiny, stupid and bitchy. And again, I whiny, think... Whiny, stupid and bitchy. How can a theme tune be whiny, bitchy. stupid and bitchy? It was like, because I, I loved season four's theme tune. Yeah. It was like heavy and it had a, like a guitar riff and it was like boom, 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 boom. It was really on that. And then when um, Matt Smith took over, it suddenly had this kind of whole, like, you know, thunder and lightning in it. Yeah. And it was like, what the hell is that? And... Um, but now, this new one, it's even whinier. And it was just like, where the hell did you get that from? Why did you, why did you do it? Because I think they had it just right in Matt Smith, end of season seven, when he had that, when it was all like red and it was all sparkly and it was all like stars and yeah. it was, it was kind of like a new time vortex and then you see his face appear a little bit in, the, in, in like a nebula in the cosmos sort of thing. That was great, that was perfect. But I thought... The um, I I thought that overall this new one it it just felt whiny and horrible and I love the graphics but the graphics look cheap but the, there's a story behind those graphics. Oh yeah, no, I saw that. Isn't it kind of fan made? It or was fan made. Yeah. Well, it wasn't fan made, but they they were heavily inspired. Yeah. by the fans of the show. Yeah, from something someone uploaded. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. There's so much stuff I can show on YouTube. I think one of the best trailers on um, for Doctor Who ever was made just after, I think it was end of season six, and it was called The First Question. And it was basically a mishmash of all these classic Doctor Who and new Doctor Who. And it was four minutes long, and it was basically with the Doctor going through his life, and had this great music taken from games like, um, I think one one bit of music was taken from Modern Warfare 3, Call of Duty. Yeah. And there was other bits, and it was... Oh, wow. It was made by The Last Whovian, and it was fantastic it was one of the best and it was emotional it does sound really cool it was so good it was like you cried and you see all these other doctor bits and you know and I just thought it was fantastic but 
Um, you know, and, and so they, they take, and I think that's great about Doctor Who is that you've got so much stuff going on up there. And the production qualities of this trailer were fantastic, even yeah. though it was just taken from DVDs and stuff. And, um, and it was really simple. And I think it's great they've taken that because I do love the brand new opening credits. I think they're great. I hate the music. Why can't they just still use this? Here we go. This is. Is this your favourite? This is my favourite. Oh, well, yeah, I did like this. Heavy. It has to move on though. No, it's heavy. I love that. I love the heaviness of that. It's so good. And epic. It's it's but I personally that's what I love about Russell T. Davis. It was pure epicness. It has to change. And it was just like the dogs is running. You can just picture David Tennant in his coat flying out behind him. Yeah, but it's not David Tennant. No, I know, but it's rubbish. Oh, just so good. That was um, that was 2008, so you can imagine that, like, you know, and obviously, so I was a bit younger back then, and then I was a bit younger and a bit, like, you know, probably more naive and stuff, because I, I, I just thought it was just so nice and just so epic, and just it just made me just think, yeah, Doctor Who's here, he's going to save the world. And because I think a lot of people have this problem that turning Doctor Who into this superhero. Yeah. That David Tennant, he was running around all the time saving the world. And it's fine. It doesn't ha- always have to be like that. And that's what I liked about Rusty Davis is that y- you were getting to that point with David Tennant and David Tennant left at the right time. I think he left with Russell T. Davis and that worked beautifully. But I don't, I don't think they'd turn him into a superhero yet, if that makes sense. Mm. Not any more than when you watch the classic series, it's just a bit... The classic series, he's still a superhero, he's just a bit slower. Yeah. Because um, this, this was season five, so if this is going to work... It sounds like a roller. It sounds like a cheap theme park ride. Yeah. It's definitely nothing compared to the other one. I did kind of fall in love with it by the end, though. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was good. I, you know, by the end, I thought it was really nice. And but I didn't like the opening credits. I thought the opening credits were a bit too much. Right, that's, that's that's obviously going on beyond. That's the end of it. This is the newest one. Oh, wait a minute. Um, that's not the new one. This is, this is the newest one. This is the newest one. No, they, sorry, this is season seven, sorry, I should say. I, should, I love this. I thought it was so good. Oh, wow. And then... That bit there. And then it's this bit here, after the name. You see his face. Oh, with here, his face, yeah. Which is something they, something they did in the original. And then it's something they did in the original. They did um, this great thing in the original, which I... Well, it started off with um, John Pertwee, yeah. where he would just appear in the credits. And then it moved on to, if I go... Um, if I go Seventh Doctor, um, hopefully I'll find it. And basically it got to a point where it, it became the thing, the Doctor Who's face would appear in the credits. Now this, this is going back. This is this is going back to the 80s. Wow. Not the best quality video. Is it going to move on? I know it's not the best one to use this one. Here we go. <laughs> this is the same one. one. It's slightly, slightly different because you'll see, you'll see what I mean in a second. How I use that synth. It's everywhere. so, so ages. I love it. Is it? This is a different one. Face does appear. I swear this is the one where his face appears. There you go. Oh. There you go. Here it is. Here comes the wink. Oh, oh wink. God, that's terrible. Doesn't that remind you of that music video that's all stop motion? <laughs> that, is don't <laughs> that is the most 80s thing I think I, I've ever seen. I know, it's so bad. Let's see if we can find the. Uh, 
quickly do season eight because for comparison, because I think I think there is the biggest problem with Doctor Who that I have is as it goes on, it goes more and more um, like crazy. Um, oh, bollocks! Typing the wrong thing. Um, it goes more and more. It goes more and more. Um, they have to make it better. They have to rebrand it, and they're constantly yeah. rebranding it. And I think it gets to a point where it's just too too much. Um, is this going to be the original concept intro, Peter Capaldi? This is this is the original concept. I don't know what music it's going to use. Oh, it's not using the. It's not using the same music as the one in um, the television show, but this is the original concept. Which, as you can see, is almost exactly like what you saw the other night. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, it is really, really good. Yeah. And then you've got... I don't... They didn't use a seal of Vassalon, though. Here, this seal behind, as you can see here, you're not, you're not a geek, so you won't know this. No. See, so look. Aww. Face. They did the face, face differently. I think that's better than what the BBC came up with. Because what, what you saw there is, um, describe it to you, if everyone needs it, it's um, just Google uh, YouTube Doctor Who original concept Peter Capaldi intro, and it's by, um, who is it by? By Billy something. Ah, you find it on YouTube. Billy Hanshaw. Yeah, something. Um, and he, um, um, yeah, and it's great, because obviously as, as the Doctor Who symbol comes up, the Doctor Who uh, title so I'm saying Doctor Who behind it's got the big seal of Rassilon and people so, know what it is what is that I don't know the seal of Rassilon is the seal of the Time Lords oh um, okay and Rassilon was this like the president of the Time Lords and then he went a bit crazy and um, but it's basically the Time Lord symbol um, yeah, here we go oh. there you go <laughs> tattoo tattoo and you can have it as a tattoo and it was um, it was a symbol of power um and it's like, he was one of the oldest Time Lords and so on and so forth. Again, you can all, I won't bore you with the details. It's old Doctor Who, it's classic Doctor Who, but it's really massive part of the mythos. Um, and The yeah, mythos? The mythos of Doctor Who, no. Is mythos a word? Mythos is now a word, yeah. That's now a word. If it's not a word, it, it was... Ethos? Mythos? Yeah, ethos, ethos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, yeah, no, I hated, I hated the opening credits. I thought they were crap. I quite like them. I think I... But then I think I'm just easily pleased because I've just said I liked oh, them. that explains your choice in men. <laughs> oh, we've got oh, a point. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, because I, I personally think the best ever um, use of the Doctor Who is the 50th anniversary Save the Day trailer. Specially made trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, do you, have, you, do you know, have you seen that one? I would have seen it, but this one. remind me. This one. We're going on multimedia in this podcast now. I This, when I first saw this, it made me cry. I, it was just the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. It's got everything in it. Look, you've got Sonic Screwdrivers, Redding Moth. Beautiful thing that I've ever is seen. awesome. I, I'm not crying. Okay, I, okay, I um, cried because obviously we've had the 50th anniversary now. Yeah, that came out in July 2013. I definitely watched that at the time, mm. and I know for a fact that I didn't cry. Oh right, okay. You but um, it was Stone. good. <laughs> it was good, but um, yeah. No, I think I thought, I thought that was brilliant when I first saw that. I was just so impressed, yeah. so happy, and yeah, I must admit, it really built my hopes up for the 50th anniversary, which was yeah. great. And I just don't understand why Murray Gold the composer of Doctor Who, can't just use that yeah. as a theme tune. It was beautiful, it was epic, but it was still kind of like, you know, and then Matt Smith's voice. Oh my God, that was, was good. That just not make, does that not just make your ears melt? It makes everything melt. Well, okay, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that, I, I, that, again, that leads us on to another great point. Yeah. I 
going and also kind of going back, I do love the fact that there's going to be no more sexual innuendos between the Doctor and... Yeah, I like that. But at the same time, I kind of wish there was because Peter Capaldi as the Doctor is quite sexy. Oh my God, you've got a problem. I do every have doctor, a problem. No, it's doctor. just, it's the character, isn't it? Yeah, you know it when it doesn't... Well, obviously it matters who plays him, but the whole character Go of the Doctor... Go back and William Hartnell. ...is hot. Well... When he actually played basically a granddad, but I mean, this is the thing. It begins the James Bond thing. James yeah, Bond exactly, thing. exactly. Like, like it doesn't matter actually who plays James Bond. The character is quite hot. Quite hot. Um, yeah. and just I don't know how vulnerable he was. The Doctor was in that. It was yeah, just so, it, was, it was. I just it, wanted to hug him all the time. I just hope he's not. Um, I just hope he loses the vulnerability and he becomes this nice he will. dark. He dark will. Man. He definitely, definitely will. I think they've just kind of done that to like introduce him and stuff, and you know. Yeah. I think. Um, and then, so, last bit we'll talk about is um, the, 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 the closing scene. Yeah. The, the nether spear. Heaven. Yeah. Oh, that was strange. I don't understand. Before, they've always done this great thing with through lines throughout the series. We've got the crack in the wall. Yeah. Um, we've got the bad wolf. Yeah. We've got the Howard Saxon in season three, who turned out to be the master. We've got Rose coming back through um, season four. Uh, season six, obviously, we had Who the Head is River Song, yeah. the first question. Um, the season seven, we had The Impossible Girl. Yeah. Now we've got a fantastic actress who's in Bad Education. You ever seen Bad Education? Yeah, I have. Yeah, she played the evil teacher. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. she played the evil teacher. She was fantastic I in knew that. I recognised her. And she, um, you know, and again, Scottish accent, fantastic. Yeah. Why the hell is she in this weird little garden that hasn't no that one... garden been in it before though mm, see now this is where my old Doctor Who classicness has failed me because if it was I've completely forgotten about it do you know what though I swear I've seen mm. maybe on Buzzfeed or something oh it's her yeah Michelle Gomez yeah, yeah. fantastic Scottish actress um, quite fit you know old lady but with <laughs> Yeah. Hey, people. I'm not judging. I you know, Peter Collins is weird, mate. Um, but no, and then she's like, she, but, and she, the thing that annoyed me is she was basically playing the exact same character she was playing in uh, Bad Education. Yeah. Same sort of persona, sort of. Like, well, how do you know that from one, one well, tiny I mean, little bit, ten second bit? But that's how it works. You just know these. Yeah. You kind of see these. I mean, maybe maybe we'll change it a bit further on. But she. Um, but you know, and she's this guy, and she's like, "Oh, you've reached, you find, you've reached the promised land. This is heaven. Well done, you. Did you see my boyfriend?" And it's nice that we've got this through line of how does the dot, how did. You... Yeah, yeah, it's made, made me think like, who is she? Who like, is it does she? bring up all these questions. And how did Clara first ever meet the doctor? How where did she get yeah. the phone number from? She got it from yeah, her exactly. From the yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. And who put the ad in the paper? And... and yeah, and all that kind of stuff. When, but now it's like, but then the whole nether spear thing. I was, a, I was a bit annoyed by that. But then again, there's all these theories of who she could be there's theories yeah. that she could be with a song yeah. very unlikely the master but then again we. I I swear to god I remember Stephen Moffat saying the doc, you can't time laws can't change gender even though I'm pretty sure they can but anyway um, and there's another thing from the classic Doctor Who called Rani yeah. who played this kind of evil time lord person as well so like a female time lord Oh. So, um, so, so there are a few possibilities. There's a few possibilities, but I don't think it's going to be any of those. I don't know what it's going to be. No, it's going to be but I think I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm I'm quite interested to see who she is and stuff. But I swear I read somewhere that that garden has actually been in it before. I will look that up because I I genuinely I I don't know. Maybe it's I, you know, the net is dropped out of my head or something. Yeah. I've lost room for it. But um, lost room. Yeah. Amongst all your thoughts. <laughs> I I have I have many thoughts about Doctor Who. It pretty much occupies. You know, most people's lives, it's Doctor Who or food, uh, it's sex or food. For me, it's just Doctor Who and a bit of sex, Afronium, every once in a while. I live, I live a, an interesting life. Um. <laughs> I really hope your wife is not listening to this. <laughs> no, she, under- she understands. She completely understands because it's um, it's fair. It's Doctor Who. Hmm. I was very impressed. Um, but yeah, I think on that bit, I think we should um, end it nicely. What are your thoughts for next week's episode? Have you seen the trailer for next week's episode? It was tagged on to the end. Was it? Yeah. Um, I cannot remember. It's got Daleks in it. Even though I watched it twice, the um, episode. Um, trying to, I can't find it anyway. What are your thoughts on next week's episode? It's going to be interesting. Um, it looks like you've got some great artwork for it so far. Um, 
with like hit doctor with the doctor kind of looks like he's about to have a dance with a Dalek. Mm, he's like okay. standing there and he's got like his like arm and he's like got his arm out maybe, about to touch the Dalek. Maybe. And the Dalek's got this weird stuff draped on it. Um That's want, strange. If I can find it quickly. Has anyone worked out who Missy is yet? Oh, I've just seen that online. I really hope someone got some. No more. one's going to have worked it out because it's going to be something completely and random. Gonna, and and they're going to change it. They're going to yeah. change it. Um, and but no, I, I think um, I think it'd be nice to see more um, more about Missy and about who she is and so on and so forth. And um, but this is going to be Daleks. It looks like we could be going inside a Dalek, um, which looked weird. Something I saw. Um, Let's, let's find if we can quickly find this. And, yeah, and I think it will be, it'll be great, because Dalek episodes always have a tendency to be brilliant. I, I can't remember a bad Dalek episode at all. Here you go, here's, here's, here's the pictures. Oh. So you definitely, oh, wow. Daleks, it looks like they're about to have a dance. It does kind of look like that, doesn't it? It looks like it's going to be the new Strictly Come Dancing. It looks dancing. like a romantic little waltz they're about to have. But if you look in the background, you've got um, a Dalek um, spaceship. Oh. And then if we move, um, you know, on, Clara looking sexy as usual. Ugh. She's so beautiful. She is beautiful. You to, think be <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, it's just weird that. And then you've got look more dialects. It looks like we've got some battles, and then we've got some fantastic um, scenes with um, shots with some looks like army futuristic army guys with guns and stuff. So. Hopefully we're gonna have. Hopefully we're gonna have something decent. Like I think it is gonna be better than the first episode, it, but in different ways. Like I think it will be good. It looks like it's actually got a storyline. Yeah, which always like helps. And it's got good bad guys because you can never go wrong with the Daleks. Yeah, exactly. They're a classic. Everyone yeah. loves the Daleks. Everyone, unless unless you want to put them against Spider Man, which was. Uh, do you remember Spider Man in being in Doctor Who? No. Andrew Garfield. No. Do you not remember that? No. Do you remember season three, um, Martha, and they go into New York? Yeah. And you remember there was the young kid with them? No, I don't remember. Wait, was that Andrew Garfield? That was Andrew Garfield. No way, that's so weird. I think that's that's perfect to end it, because you know nothing about Kaboo. You forgot (laughs) more than we've ever known. I just fancy them. Yeah, you just just... stare around going, oh, these men are so pretty. Yeah, the doctor's heart. (laughs) Well, I think that's that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's that that up. These have been the two companions. I have been Tom. I have been Katie. Until next week. Don't skip ahead and go through, go through time, you know. Just, just stick to your game. Bye. <laughs>